second in and I deleted it and then we tried again and then we got like what 30 minutes in and then my computer died because for some reason I was stupid and didn't well then the, the whole thing was like crap anyway and it so, was crap yeah. so like I'm glad that we're doing this but here we go um yeah okay Daniel is not here because you know uh finals and whatever he saw solo and whatever and he thought it was good and I can talk about what he thought about it because I Whatever. But he's not here, so I brought on my friend. Uh, yes, the sentient elbow. Sentient elbow. You remember me okay, yeah. from the famous, like, the, what is regarded as the most famous Gosh Daniel episode of all time. Universally the best, the Valerian Review. That was the best episode, and I was right. on it. You remember me from that episode. I am back. Yeah, and there was, the like, flesh. a gnat in the room, and you, like, kept clapping really loudly. Wow, you I actually remember that. that. I don't I yeah. didn't remember that. Until yeah, I remember because I was like, no, don't feel bad. It's not like it's going to be a lot of background noise, and it was. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's cool. cool. That's yeah. cool. We got rid of it. It was a fun <laughs> It was a fun time. And nobody can listen to that anymore unless oh, you go no. unless you go onto our blog spot thingy. Uh, gosh, Daniel, what is it? Gosh, Daniel, wow. rants.blogspot.com. That's our full archive. Uh, just a quick plug, but uh, it's not oh, on yes. the uh, the iTunes feed, so. Okay, I guess yeah. I gotta visit that then. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Profession that it's just gone. So. No, it's not gone forever. It's, okay, it's just on our archive. It's you know. Whatever. Nice. Um, but yeah, so whatever. Solo yes. came out. I guess we're gonna talk about some some Star Wars news, news. first. News. I guess, and then we'll get into it. But, uh, yeah, I saw it twice, and so now I am prepared to give my thoughts. Uh, and also, this is episode 52, and also sorry that it's been so long because the last one was Infinity War. And now that I've got all the things out of the way Wait, that, was that I the news? said in like 10 minutes, no, now, now we're going to get into now the actual that news. Now that this is the news. I, just, okay. I, I wanted to say those things up front because it took me like 10 minutes to say those things last time. I just want it done. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about news. The really only like newsworthy things, I guess, that I can think of off the top of my head, because I do not prepare for this podcast, even though maybe I, I should. Um, uh, yeah. So they are. There are two different spinoffs that are kind of in the works for Star Wars. Um, one of them is the Boba Fett movie, which they've uh, finally. Like kind of an I guess not fully announced, but they had like attached James Mangold to it mm-hmm. from Logan, mm-hmm. and Logan is the best superhero movie of all time, pr- practically a perfect movie, um, you know all that. So I'm really excited to see a Boba Fett movie with James Mangold. I think he could do that, but it would also be a lot better if he was doing the other spinoff, which is the Obi Wan spinoff. That would be perfect because you yeah. could do like full on Logan. Uh, you know, Obi Wan style. Obi-Wan. You yeah. know, Tatooine life. That so would be great. That would be pretty great. Um, yeah. So like, that's kind of disappointing. Also, I'm a little done with like it's all about a character or an event or whatever. But you know, whatever. These ones haven't even like been put into like production. They're not like officially coming out. They're just like in the works. You know. Yeah. So they haven't been greenlit. I guess is what I'm saying. It's yeah. just kind of talks. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it goes anywhere. 
And uh, but for now, see, our vision for it. Star Wars story or yours, which I adopted right after you mentioned it because it was a good idea, is future Star Wars stories being their own thing, kind of expanded universe. You know, its own, like away from characters that are tied to other movies and events that are tied to the timeline already, just their own thing. That yeah. would be great. That would be great. Instead, we got Rogue One and Solo, which both of them were good movies. I think are good yeah. movies. But it's not like tonally you're going off in all these different directions. And so you could go off in different directions with different characters or events that are not like this many years before episode four yeah and it's about like oh do you remember uh mon mothma do you remember han solo do you remember lando and chewy like come on we could have like different things different you know new. Eras. we need new that would be great new. i just want you know newer new new, new. yeah right yes um but i mean that being said I really thought that Solo was good. Okay, like, are we sinking to overview now? We're kind I of... think we're going to go into a spoiler-free overview. All so right, like, so yeah, you do your stuff. Yeah. I'll, I, we'll make sure to clearly label spoilers because I really hate spoiling movies for people. Like, yeah. that's something I hate. Okay, one Especially crazy thing that happens in this movie, though. No. Jar Jar no. is the father Oh, come of on, Snoke. you spoiled yes. it. Yes, I'm sorry. That oh. just had to happen. It no. is too much. Why did you do that? Now yeah. like the whole podcast. Now we have to re-record it again. I know. I'm oh sorry. I just couldn't help myself. You know, it's so. It just. You know, I'm so hyped for Jar Jar. I'm yeah. really ready for him right. to like take a bigger, take a bigger role. You know, step yeah. into the shoes of a, a Sith Lord. I think know? we're all ready for that now. We are. Now that you spoiled it, I guess we should continue on to a full overview. Um, good, not great. But it's a lot better than a lot of reviewers that I've seen. Like, waiting until after reviews have come out, which we didn't do for The Last Jedi, which was a good thing because we really liked it, and a lot of people hated yeah, it. Yeah, it was super so polarized. That was good. Yeah. But uh, for this one, it's kind of interesting to see what reviewers thought and what I thought. And also, to clarify, like at least giving us a little time after having seen the movie on like the Thursday night showing or whatever has been good because that way it's not you can be sure that we're not just talking about hype you know because yeah. like the last Jedi review we're like best Star Wars movie ever perfect you know whatever and then like thinking about it it's like not my favorite Star Wars movie it's up there it's not my favorite one it's not yeah. a perfect movie you know that was me with that Force Awakens like, I just went out and I was like oh my gosh Force Awakens and then you know right. you know I went to bed I woke up I was like, man, that was a really mediocre movie. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I had like a, you know, I guess like a sort of a high kind of thing, but not. But right. now it's over, and now I can't actually reflect and think, oh, that was good storytelling, you know? Yeah, like yeah. it was kind of a repeat. But you know, that that's something that you've aside, probably heard a yeah. thousand times on this podcast. Back to but, Solo. Yeah, back to Solo. It was, it was pretty good. A lot of reviewers were like. You know, you can really tell the difference between the directors and it hurts. And you can kind of tell the difference sometimes. I didn't notice. I'm not in that. It's not that bad. I don't really realize things like that. Right. So I'm not in that world, you know. Like, okay, so because you had uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller and then Ron Howard, you wouldn't really notice, like, specifically that Ron Howard's look on it is different. But you notice when it's a lot funnier, that's where Phil Lord and Chris Miller were, you know? Uh, yeah, because I guess it's true. you know, they're comedy kind of directors. They did, like, the Lego movie and stuff. Yeah. So, like, you can notice when that's there, but there's also, like, enough, like, I think it was, like, I don't know, 40% reshoots or something. So there's enough of it there that's, like, different that it, like, 
doesn't feel too weird. Like it feels well, like it's not just... isolated. It's just blended through the movie. So. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah, it's and as not... a casual viewer, I mean, I didn't like. Okay, so actually, this is a good thing to point out. I'm more casual viewer. I'm going off of what I've seen on the movies. Well, what I'm going off of what I've seen in the movies, not books, not anything. Bob, you've read books. You've read. You've gone all. You know all the. You've seen Rebels and Clone Wars. I haven't watched through all that. I know a few plot things, but not real. Like I know a little bit outside, but typically I'm a casual viewer when it comes to Star Wars. And so, um, it, it's kind of a contrast between me and um, Bob here. It, um, yeah, and so for me, I don't notice, and like, even as a moviegoer in general, I don't notice, you know, directors and things. So that really didn't take a toll on me, you know? Right. So if you're someone like that, then it wouldn't really be a problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, it wasn't too bad. But overall, like, based on the stuff, like, what am I even saying here? Um, no, I guess overall, it's it's good if you don't, like, often go out and... Like, if you don't go and see every new Star Wars movie already, then this maybe isn't worth your time. But if you do, it's not like it's bad enough that, like, don't support it, you know? It's not even bad, you know? It's, like, better than good, it's just not great. Like, if I guess if I had to rate it overall what was it, like, I don't know, 15 and a half out of 18, you know? It's not a 16 even, but it's a 15 and a half. It's good. It's like, I don't know, the third or fourth best movie of the year, I guess. I don't know. It's good. And if you already see Star Wars movies, it's still worth seeing. But also, you kind of already have to know things about Star Wars, which I did think was kind of weird. You can't it, go in fresh. There are a few things in this movie that, like, you really would not get if you haven't, like, both, you have to have seen the movies and also the shows. I'm not going to say more about that until spoilers. Until spoilers, yeah. But, like, you kind of wouldn't understand Which the significance of at. a lot of things unless you have seen the shows and the movies. So... They kind of took a risk because they're like, this one's already going to be a financial failure because it's failure because it's right after the Last Jedi and nobody is hyped, not even the mega Star Wars fans like me. No one is hyped for this, so we can go all out with our like weird things, and they did, and there were a lot of weird things, and we can talk about them later. But yeah, overall, like, man, it's a it's a strange Star Wars movie. Tonally, not a Star Wars movie at all. But you know, it deals with a lot of Star Wars movie things. You know, you have, like, yeah. legacy aliens like Twi'leks and Rodians, and, of course, it's Han and Chewie and Lando. Hey, so this is a spoiler. Wookiees are in this movie, so I'm sorry. You keep spoiling everything. Why do you have I'm to, sorry. like, lean in and be like, spoilers, spoilers, and spoil everything? And then lean back, you know, that's just, I mean, we've got, you know... I mean, like, Dr. I'm terrified just sitting here Wookiees. with you because you're just going to drop another bombshell like in the middle of our non-spoiler section like, that's true you know i should really I, control i mean i was i was helping you with self-control earlier but now it's now it's me you know you like, have a problem sir like i need a self-control right now you need self-control i do i'm sorry Ugh. wow that was really Gross. vulnerable for a second you know anyway side tangent over so is that your overview or do you have I any guess. other like good bad i have some things i have good a few things like the worst the most egregious things for me in the movie were like um 
reused lines from earlier movies and other things that Han Solo has said throughout the series. Some of them are really spot on and ridiculous and painful to watch. And I mean actually like painful to watch the first time. The second time you don't really notice it. But first time, not good. Not good at all. Yeah, it makes like iconic um, moments and like lines, you know, from the original trilogy. It makes those feel a little bit less iconic because now you've put in this movie where, okay, you know, Han has said this before, apparently. So it's not like his first time saying that like cool line or whatever, you know? Yeah, it just um, kind of. So there's that, you ugh. know? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Kind of that that kind of. Thing I mean, it'd be cool if that happened like once or twice, but they went really overboard, you know. They did go really overboard, and I mean, some of that stuff, some of like that really kind of like meta. Why are you saying this again? My guess is that was like Phil Lord and Chris Miller huh. bringing that in, but like maybe not. I guess. Yeah, because the cool part. Well, okay. It actually, just seems like the kind of like dumb joke that they'd throw in. Like sometimes they have really funny stuff, and then other times they do that where it's like you just ruined something beautiful, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it wasn't them, but maybe I don't it was know. just Lawrence Kasdan. But gross. I mean, I didn't like it. It was just because uh, you have all these things that, like, in the original trilogy, you know, Han supposedly says or does out of like habit or because that's his personality or like he's quirky or whatever, and it's like cool because of that, and he has his own thing. But then in this movie. He, he goes through his, like, youth or whatever, you know, his, like, young 20-year-old self, and he picks up, like, 90% of that stuff from, like, people around him, and it's, like, completely not fun. Like, In, like, the space of a couple of days, you've yeah, literally picked up every, every single line that you say in another, like, yeah, time in your life, like, was, 10 years down the line. It's I know. So weird. So lame. It was, it was lame. Really I mean, if that weird. happened, like, once, again, once or twice, you know, that would be cool, reference, whatever, but no, it was, like, uh, yeah, uh, and it's not like when he says I've got a good feeling about this. I don't have a problem with that because that's like a staple of the Star Wars movie. They say it in all of them, even yeah. in like you know, Rogue One in the Last Jedi. BB-8 says it. It's like it's there in the line. He doesn't. I mean, obviously he beeps. Yeah, yeah but he like it's it. in every single one. You know, yeah. that's different. It, it's just that just reusing every single line ever. Luck has nothing to do with it. I don't... just doesn't work. That that was the thing that, like, I had a major problem with. And then there's also, like, this thing at the beginning of the movie we'll talk about in spoilers. That was another mm-hmm. thing similar to that that I just found really cringeworthy. Yeah. But other than that... So, like, what were some of the good things? Like, like what were your vague things, good things? There are a lot of actually, like, legitimately fantastic things in the movie that is what makes up for, like, those cringy moments or whatever. Um overall like okay action like the set pieces like it's i wouldn't say it's like the best action in any star wars movie because star wars movies always have good action and rogue one was really good and the last jedi had some scenes that were even better so i don't i don't know if it would be like the best action but it had the best action like set pieces like it's these giant things you know like this giant like the cargo train from the trailer. Yeah, long action scenes that are very kind of drawn out but don't feel boring. Like, you're just so, I don't know, yeah. into it. And that's not something that's in every Star Wars movie. So that was really good. Visually, visually very good. Yeah, uh, that Bradford was like, Young. I mean, yeah, again, I'm a visual, like, I'm a, well, not visual. I'm a casual, um, like, viewer, and it was still, like, I don't usually notice, you know, the difference between, I mean, I could if it was, you know, atrociously ugly or whatever, but... 
Um, but that was like a really beautiful movie. Like that was it was like yeah, yeah it was good. There were the some really cool shots. Cinematography, everything. So Bradford Young was the director of photography for this, but also he was the direct director of photography for Arrival. And Arrival is very beautiful and like this is comparable. Um, so that was good. Yeah, there were some, like, shots, it was, like, goosebumps, like, it was, like, yeah. cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. I punched someone because I thought it was so good, or, like, yeah. squeezed their, I don't remember you what know. I did, but, like, I'm pretty sure I gave someone a bruise in the theater uh-huh. during some of those shots, because it was just too good. Too good, Ugh. yeah. Um, yeah, no, so that was really good. I think visually, definitely the best Star Wars movie, visually. Maybe Rogue One could... I think Rogue One could compare, maybe. I don't but think it'd measure up to Solo. Maybe though. not. I think it's it could compare. Things. It's like they're on the same level, but they're not like the same. They're not the same well, thing, but yeah. I, I would say the only thing about um, Solo versus Rogue One that is in Rogue One's favor, as far as visuals, is just that Rogue One has a very specific style that it's going for, and it does it all the way. Whereas sometimes Solo is like one thing where it's all puppety or whatever, and then they'll have like some weird CGI thing that like kind of throws it off and some of the cgi creatures and whatever didn't work for me in this one uh and that wasn't really a problem for me in rogue one even if you mm-hmm. talk about like the borgullet like even that was fully practical you know for the most part and i didn't think that was like dumb like a lot of people did um so like i would say that's kind of in its favor maybe for rogue one over solo but visually still solo best cinematography like i could see it being nominated even like at the oscars i would totally think Bradford Young deserves that but yeah yeah that that's that's the visuals there the action was really good um yeah Han and Lando and Chewie all good it's it's cool that you get to see Han and Lando kind of before in in a way where like it's not like they're just carbon copies of like how they are later it's like you can see how they've developed to there. Yeah, you know? that was definitely... Yeah, that's a cool point, too. And, like, all the... They were, like... The characters were different, like, especially, like, Han, specifically. I mean, this is more of just a way to, like, kind of ease into, like, the rant I'm about to give. But um, Han, specifically, his character was, like, genuine. A little twist on it. Like, he's obviously a little bit younger. Like, you could easily imagine this as, like, young Han. Like, the writing was... I mean, it wasn't Harrison Ford, obviously, but everything else about it was, like, true to his character. And even more, you know? Like, he was even... Yeah, it was just... It it was very, very good. There weren't any, like, questionable moments, you know? Yeah, there wasn't any time where I was sitting there, I was like, okay, that's not really Han. Like, they've spent way too long without the original trilogy. There was nothing like that. Like, it was good all the way through. It just fit. Um, It just fit, yeah. And then, like, also, like... Like, on the other hand, um, well, not on really the other hand, I don't know why I said that, but the, and I don't know why I said, but either, the environment and the whole, like, smuggler life, like, feel that they gave, you know, um, that was really, like, good, like, it they really helped you envision what it'd be like to, you know, enter into that world, that kind of realm of Star Wars, that little, like, you know, backstreet alley like life you know yeah um they really kind of at least in my mind it kind of portrayed that really well Hmm. and so when you blend that with you know han solo's genuine yet a little bit more youthful character like in writing and all that you blend it and you get a really solid like this could this is like you know this is a good backstory for han solo you know it it, it, it wasn't it wasn't i'm not sitting there i'm thinking man 
this is like a horrible backstory or whatever. Like this mm-hmm. just doesn't fit with who he is later. It was like easily, it really, yeah. It As someone like, who didn't want them to make this movie and who usually doesn't enjoy backstories, this was good. So yeah. I feel like that's that's enough of a recommendation as far as that yeah. goes, you know. Yeah. Donald Glover really kills it though. He's the star of the show. When he's in a scene, it's that's that's the best scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lando's perfect, and L three the the droid was I great. Loved L three. Loved L three. Oh my gosh, favorite character in that movie no was L three. Funniest oh my droid, gosh. probably. Yeah, no spoilers. No, no, no spoilers, yeah. but like funniest droid. I don't want to like yeah, give away the line. Funniest droid, literally but... my favorite droid in the history of Star Wars. So Cannon. great, yeah. Favorite droid more than R two R two D two is a close second, but yeah. favorite droid. Yeah. Easily, easily. I would um, I would agree with that. I think K2SO is great in Rogue One. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, but not as great, in my opinion. Like, they're still funny. It was, like, still really good, but comparatively... No, I I, no, I entirely agree. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. L3 is um, great. Yeah, so, anyways, my rating of the movie, um, like, my overall rating before we go into spoilers, would be, since we're being generous here, like, I don't really know how the scale works. I haven't been doing this for very long, but I get the feeling we're being generous because I like the movie way more than Reese does, but I don't think it's an 18. So I'm going to go in between and say it's a 16.5. Yes. That's, that's, that's out fair. of 18 is what I'm going to say. Now, being overly generous with it, if it was like, you know, I just was like one is like absolutely horrible and 18 is like the best, I'd probably give it somewhere more around like, I don't know, maybe like, 15 or 16 but then i like it way more than you and you're giving it that kind of feel so yeah. it's more it's higher than well yeah like i guess my question is like do you like it more or is it just that you like the other star wars movies less because that that's a good that's question. a good co- that is a good question like being comparative with the other star wars movies and i actually really like this movie like just not you know just as a movie like it wasn't like a comparative thing Although that is a good question to think, I'd have to think about that a little bit, like where it would stand, just not in relation to all the other Star Wars's. Yeah. Because those kind of provide the backbone a little bit for right. like rating stuff like that. Yeah. So like um, the reason I'm rating it there is because I think it's good and better than a lot of other movies in general, but I don't think it's as good as most of the Star Wars movies that have come out recently. So that's kind of where that rating is because I don't think it's as good as the Last Jedi, or in my opinion, it's not as good as Rogue One. Um, See, that's, like, the opposite of where I am, because I actually thought it was, like, one of the best, like, tied with Last Jedi for, oh, actually, okay, of the new Star Wars, I should point that out. Actually, okay, Phantom Menace, special place in my heart, I know, (laughs) Minichlorians, Jar Jar, space politics, no one likes it, I totally understand, (laughs) etc. I love it, it's up there with Last Jedi and Solo for me, and also A New Hope, so, like, those four are my favorite. Um, But... Otherwise, the other Star Wars movies just, like, don't really do it for me. I'm more like the universe in, as a whole. I The individual movies, a lot of them I just don't like. So I'm more of, like, compared to other movies, I think there are a lot of movies out there that are a lot better than the Star Wars movies. Now, that's kind of controversial. I don't think it's um, controversial. Like, as far as a Star Wars movie versus another movie... Like, I think there are tons of 18s in, like, Solo and all those. Those four movies do not get 18s. Now, no, they are I they are you. my top, because... Like, there are so few 18s that it's, like, not... So it's, like, they're they're in my top, like, on my letterbox. It's, like, on my favorite... Like, Phantom Menace is on my favorites list. But it's not, you know, an 18. So, yeah, I'm basically the opposite of you is the short story where it's just kind of, like, okay, yeah. you know, 
I thought this was a good movie. Like, right. Compared. Yeah, you know. I think one big difference is the way I, I look at uh, movies in general, where it's like Rogue One did not fulfill the category of having like really good character development or something like that. And so if that's your thing and that's why you like a movie or whatever, then like I guess Rogue One isn't your thing. But like that's that doesn't mm-hmm. like make or break a movie for me. Uh, it's like the it's like I look at it like as a whole. And so like Solo did a better job with like character development. So if that is your thing, which I'm guessing is like based on the stuff that you like and whatever, that might be more of your thing. It then like that's, holds that's probably away. why you would like Solo more. Yeah. But, like I, overall, I feel like Solo possibly makes more mistakes just as a movie in general. Yeah. I would say uh-huh. Solo is I guess you can't really say objectively but I do think as far as like filmmaking and like overall, just as a movie, not as a Star Wars movie goes. I like think ignoring story not, and characters just as a movie. I think Solo's not as good as Rogue One. Like just as a movie, you know? Huh. Which is, that's the thing is like I'm a mega Star Wars fan, but at the same time, I really like movies in general and like movie criticism and whatever. And I try to be mostly objective like not you can't yeah, but you but can't like, be objective because it's like art so right I mean, you can sort of you can indi- individual aspects but overall it's like you know like, uh, yeah i don't know it's like way more tricky to be as ob- i mean yeah i guess it's sort of a thing you can be as objective but there's i mean yeah it's subjective i mean it's art you know? it's it's like it all subjective. depends as you said what you're going into right. the movie wanting like for different example people want different things like for me i care about plot and characters right way more than i care about you know visuals you know yeah like totally. it could have crud, crud visuals but if it's like a really amazing story with like plot twists and things you know i'll, I'll totally go after it you know totally um, and so, but like for you, you care about more than just plot and characters. You care about the whole shebang and that will of course change. Right. Know. Yeah. So like overall it's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. The best, uh, Solo is not like the best made movie ever or something like that, but it's got some really great elements. And also if you noticed some background noise, it's because there's there's another, we have another a new, guest on. New guest, yes. Introduce actually, yourself. Give yourself a nickname, sir. You've been on before, like, but it was a long time ago, like more than a year. Greetings. <laughs> it is I, Daniel Frampton. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's, nickname. That's a good nickname. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Cool. I like that nickname. We're just about to go into spoilers, so you, you jumped in so right. You should give your like overall like spoiler free review. That's true. Spoiler and one out of free. eighteen. One out of eighteen. Yeah. One out of eighteen. What? Or you have to like, like give scale. a rating on you know out of eighteen. Out of eighteen, what? Out of, out of 18 How good Lego it is. pigs? Come on, man. Lego pigs. Lego pigs. Yeah, that's where I started with the Lego Batman review. Uh, <clears throat> one out of eighteen Lego. No, sorry. Out of eighteen Lego pigs, I would give. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars saga story simile symposium symphony. Fourteen. Wait. Yeah, do math. That's why I like the eighteen. Uh, it's like <laughs> tricky. It, it's tricky. So much math. Just, just for, just for like. Fourteen out of eighteen. Fourteen oh, out of wow. eighteen. That's like lower than both of us. Wow. 
Yeah. I, think I gave we have it, different scales in our heads. I gave it like a 15 and a half, right? I gave which it is 16 like, and a half. Which is like an or 17. I forgot what I said. Did you I say 17 it, or 16 and a half? I think you said 16 and a half. Okay, right? yeah. That's, so like I'm that's trying to give it a generous like 80%. A generous 80%. That would be... Wow, you did math that Reese, so that would be Reese should be connected to you. Well, 14, <laughs> 14 is like 70-something. Uh, it's like seventy-seven, right? So you'd might you might even want a fifteen. Well, I would need, fifteen I would is like eighty-three. Need fourteen and a half, I think, would be eighty percent. Fourteen and a half would be yeah. That'd be that'd be about 80%. Fourteen and a half. That's it, ladies and gents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, solo. Yay. Bob, good. we have editing but like, to do. <laughs> do. Do you have like an uh? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Spoiler-free so, review. Spoiler-free review. It was fun. In a way that some of the recent Star Wars movies were not fun for me because they were too busy trying to do all of the lore work and stuff with characters that people were attached to and resolve weird plot lines that no one cared about anymore. This one felt more free to just be fun. Even though it was trying to scratch a lot of solo backstory itches, it felt like it did it in a way that was just really exciting and funny. Yeah, that's true. It was a funny no, movie. It was, it was hilarious. There were some times where like the humor didn't land in the way it was trying to, which I guess we can get into spoilers because I don't I don't want to spoil like specific jokes or anything, but like some of the jokes really didn't land, and some of it's just because it went from Phil Lord and Chris Miller to Ron Howard. Sure. So, but like overall, it was funny. Oh, Wait. Okay. So, are we going into spoilers or not? We should just we'll say go that. into spoilers right in three, now. two, one. Yes. Spoilers. Okay, we go. so the first clap. big spoiler. Harry killed Dumbledore. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there we go. no. <laughs> there we go. That's a good one. I haven't finished that yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait. Wait, sorry. See, if you, if you tell them about, like, Ron Weasley killing Snape, I mean, that will be the worst. Okay. That'd be a big spoiler for Star Wars. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but, well, like, I mean, okay. we already spoiled, like, Jar Jar, you know. We did, Dar- we spoiled Jar Jar Snoke's, Snoke's dad. dad yeah. yeah, they revealed that in this movie as, like, the surprise cameo thing. Yeah, that, that was a huge deal, actually. Yeah. And Honestly, I saw that coming from, like, a parsec away. Yeah. Wow, that's, Coats. that's far away. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, like, the one joke that, like, okay, there are two things that really didn't land for me that, like, kind of killed, not, didn't actually kill the movie for me, <clears> but, like, very easily could have killed the movie for me if there weren't, like, good things about it, and it was just kind of mediocre. And it would be, it, but they're both in the beginning. So there's like that, like, it's like the Imperial March, but like major key. And it's like, come join the Empire. That's way too meta. And I did not like that. That was weird. And then when he's like, who are your people? He's like, I don't have anyone. So he's like, oh, Han Solo. Solo. <laughs> Those two things made me want to die. Those were terrible. That's Some of the funny. worst things ever <laughs> in Star Wars. Just awful. I mean, but everything else was like, you know, kind of okay. Those those were my two things that I'm like, just no, well, never maybe, again. Maybe it's making the Imperial March canon. Did you ever think of that, race? I did think of that, and that's, that's why I don't that. like it. <laughs> who's to say? Who's to say that the music that comes to us through our speakers is not in-universe music? Who's to say? Yeah, but then if you believe all that's that stuff, true. then it's like e. The, but then Star Wars is in our universe, and because E.T. Yes, E.T.'s and Phantom Menace. E.T.'s and Phantom Menace. And E.T.'s and Phantom Menace. And he recognizes Yoda and he, like, levitates things. So then E.T. is actually from Star Wars. And then also there's, like, like references to, like, Star Wars and Indiana Jones and, like, vice versa. Okay, okay. So then they're all connected. And that ruins it. You've just made a mess. That ruins it. You've made a mess, What makes the Imperial March March worse than E.T.? 
I guess it isn't worse, but I just, it's so, like, painfully... Because then, cause then the score actually uses, like, the Imperial March and stuff like that in, like, some parts of the movie, right? So then it's, like, I don't know. I like See, it. I'm okay with meta things, but that was why I wasn't a big fan of Phil Lord and Chris Miller doing a Star Wars movie, because I like meta stuff. Like, I love Arrested Development and stuff, and that can get really meta. But then shoving it in Star Wars, just, eh. I have no music not, opinions. You know? Just For all you sentient elbow fans out there who are waiting for me to speak up on this topic, I just have no opinions, so that's, that's why I've been silent. I, I didn't like the score. Like, that was my big thing. I didn't like the score. Because mm. it was too, like, I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell if I was watching, like, some parts were, like, really heavy on, like, percussion and, like, it was a DreamWorks movie, which, I mean, he did, like, all the DreamWorks movies. So, yeah. like, that's why. But, yeah. like, there are a few parts where I'm like, that does not even, like, fit in the universe. Michael Giacchino doing Rogue One was much better. Uh, much, much better. Counterpoint. <gasps> Ooh. I liked the music. Boo. Wow, that's a crazy counterpoint. Boo. Mike. I'm going to kick the mic over. Here we go. Mike. Drop. No. Oh. See? No, you didn't make any noises. You know. <clears throat> it was sad. Um, but I, I did like it when he was using some of the, like, other themes. Like, when he was doing, you know, like, what was it? Like, the asteroid field from Empire Strikes Back. That was actually kind of well done. But just, like, some of his own additions to it didn't really fit. And, like, it, it didn't feel like... Because it was trying to be a Western movie, too. But even then, like, it would have been one thing if, like, he was making it feel like it was a Western soundtrack. But it wasn't that either, you know? It was, like, at some parts it was neither that. And, it like, it felt like it was, should be, like, in some sort of jungle. Like, if it's, it's like, a new, like, DreamWorks Tarzan movie. Like, yeah. I felt like that at some points. Yeah. So but, you're talking about the, the Tarzan thing. You're probably thinking of the theme for the Infest... The Enfys Nest, yeah. Enfys Nest. Some of it was like, yeah. Okay, okay, wait, okay. This is totally off topic, but can we please reel in and talk about something I really want to talk about? Which is, I'm super glad that Kira doesn't die and doesn't betray Han. Instead, she just ditches him. I like that. Yeah. It's a happy medium. That's Thanks, good, Thanks Star Wars. I just felt like the, the tropey thing about that I mean, was like, oh no, she's gonna be what? And then no, she's not. And then like, oh my gosh, she is. And then that kind of thing... With like the exception of her just like going away, felt like really. Are we doing this? Are we surprised about Beckett? Like really? Like bomb? I don't know. All that uh, was like. Oh, a you mean the too, traitor? I don't remember. That, the whole names. like back and forth thing was just. I mean, but it was a distraction, right, for the guy to come in and like. I mean, that's what how yeah. I felt about it is like the whole time you're wondering about the girl. And now, sure, if but, you're used to this kind of thing, you're gonna see it a mile away. That's the thing. I, though, I'm that, not used to that. Thing, like, so I didn't. Even see it though a mile the characters away. weren't surprised, they were still trying to make the audience feel like it was this big surprise. And I feel like for you to do that correctly, in some ways, you have to make the audience be like, what? And then they're even like, what? Yeah. When they knew it all along or whatever. But in this one, it's like, oh, come on. Like, you're really acting like that's serious. Okay, fine. Okay. You made <laughs> up for it by the fact that they got that too. Like, reluctant. But then it's like, not as... Okay, so know, the one thing whatever. that made that, that could make you see it coming, though, which I didn't watch in the movie, but, like, in hindsight, I totally should have, is it? he's like, trust no one, you know? Well, like, of course yeah. that means, you know, he's gonna, like... Right, and then he's like, like you should have guessed, you should have known that. You should have known that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we all did, We man. all did, yeah, because he on. said that. Like, if Boo. he hadn't said that, cut out that line, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's okay, good. so here's the thing. I like Woody Harrelson a lot. Woody Harrelson is fantastic. But it, he felt like he was a little bored. Sometimes. In this movie, which yeah. I feel like he could have been. Some of it was the reshoots, I think. More himself or something. 
I don't know. I really like him, but I feel like it, he didn't bring all of his pizzazz. Yeah. His moxie. Okay, so I in the first watch, I was just like, no, he was perfect. And then on the second watch, I, like, there were times where I felt like he didn't care there. And then, the, like, like a few lines later, it's like, oh, he's acting again. Yeah. Like, especially near the beginning. And I think that was reshoots. I think that was the thing. So I just, couldn't tell any of that. I, like, yeah, I have no opinions. Again, since it was more fans, I can't tell yeah, anything. So more on the second uh, watch that that well, was noticeable. Whoever's fault it was, I wanted more Harrelson. Yeah, of a Woody nature. Of a Woody nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I like that he was in it though. Like, I guess it's kind of sad that you know we're in spoiler section, so who cares? But it's kind of sad that he's dead because if they do make a sequel and they kind of teased it a little. They were, might make a sequel, and everyone signed on for three movies, like that. They killed him off because they could do cool things with him. Because it'd be cool if it's like yeah. the whole like trilogy yeah. where he's like kind of in and out and kind of Han's mentor, and then he like betrays him epically near the end. That would be cool because that yeah. would like be I don't know. a little bit. But then they'd but have to they make, make more any movies. More, like right? if they don't like make any more, I'm fine. You know, I don't I want. Feel like like for especially for his role as an origin story, he kind of needed to. Be out of the picture. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like he needed to be, he needed to mentor him and do some stuff and then move yeah, on. Yeah, see, that, that, that cool is the one sad about, thing about yeah. the origin stories. It's like, okay, like people die in this movie. Like, I'm, I'm, like, uh, okay, not glad, but, but like, I'm glad because they, not everyone had plot armor. But, um, it's a little bit more expected. I mean, obviously, especially with Rogue One, but even with this movie, it's like an origin story, so it's a little bit expected that, like, okay, most, if not all, of his allies are going to die, you know, save Chewbacca, obviously, because you never sure. see them. And so that's kind of a expected thing, I guess. But I can still appreciate that, like, all of his teammates pretty much die because they did, you know, life-threatening thing. And even more surprising, in, like, one of the first action big scenes he has with his gang, like, half the gang dies, which is, like, I don't know. That's cool to me. You know, yeah. it's not like the whole gang is there for the whole movie, kind of like Rogue One. And then at the very end, they all like do their thing and die. You know, that was horrible. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, they legitimately they just try to do their thing and then fail and then die, and that was cool. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Although Recreation in Pache, Rio, John Favreau. Yeah. None of those thing. names mean he was great. John Favreau is awesome. And also directed most of our favorite movies. And okay, I I'll take, take your word it. for it. I can't so, wait until Iron Man one and three. Only he wait no he did one and two. I don't think he did three. Mm, maybe it's one and two. Anyway, he played uh, Stark Hogan. Happy Hogan. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah, in a lot yeah, of the yeah. movies. He's like, in good. The background. And he's doing. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if we actually talked about it on the podcast, but he is doing developing a whole live action Star Wars show. Yes, that is coming oh, out. That okay, that's year. exciting. Just because I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with yeah. a live action TV show. But I, I mean, it might not even be good. But like, John I want to see Favreau, it. I trust he's gonna do cool stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that as well. I but like, isn't he's like also isn't he an elf? Doesn't he? Yes, have like, he's is he he, the he's the manager. I think like the, in the store. No, that's no. not somebody totally different. He's the doctor. Yes, he's the doctor. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm more excited for the TV show than I was like for the movie. Like, okay, save, yeah. save Force Awakens. I, you know, obviously first Star Wars movie in forever. I'm gonna be excited for it. But like, for Force Awakens onward, there's like tons yeah. more hype for me for the TV show than there. Like, at, since they announced it, I don't really remember when they announced that. But once they announced it, I'm like, okay, this beats like all the movies. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it won't be as good, but like as far as hype goes, you know. Right. So like, I think that's the TV show is fascinating. I think the question we really need to talk about is, did Han shoot first? 
That's, that was a good. First. That was a good thing in this. But then, somebody was pointing out as a reviewer, like talking about the special editions in relation to this, and so like, and they really did show that Han shot first. Except you know when later he you know decides not to because he wants to give the other guy chance and I don't know. And now it's kind of weird. Like you, now that they've done things like this, I really want to be like them to be like, okay, none of the canon ones are the originals. And we're bringing them out on Blu-ray. I just want it. Because now they own Fox. So now they have the full distribution rights, which oh, they didn't have before. Golly G versus you know? two. So that's a big deal. That is Will. a big deal. So oh, yeah, yeah, Disney owns Fox. Okay, yeah, Disney owns Fox, everyone. Disney's going to own everything in the next, like, five years. So buckle your seatbelts. Like oh my gosh, buy, like, like Sony's television. Dude, they own Fox. Like, dude, stuff. X-Men versus Avengers. I I bet. I would bet $10. I would bet $10 that's going to be the next Avengers thing after Infinity War. I, I would pay to see that. Would be I would bet $10. But they couldn't get Hugh that's Jackman back money. because he just likes singing really crappy songs. They're going to have to like redo like you know how they redid Spider-Man. They're going to do that with X-Men probably. Like I mean, you can't get that's back true. like Jennifer already, Lawrence but and like already did. They already redid it. I know. They, they're just, but so they did that with Spider-Man 2. There were like two sets of Spider-Man movies. And then they... One coming. Well, yeah, but this is the new good one part of the MCU. That's what right, I'm saying. Right, if right. they draw the X-Men into the MCU... Then, okay, this is Star Wars Podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bring it back. Bring, Bring it, it back. back. Bring yeah. it back to Star Wars. Right, I want to talk about the Doom reference in yeah. the okay. uh, in the Sabacc uh, scene. I enjoyed that. I didn't get that. If you if in the it. in the first Sabak tournament, uh, in one of the in between scenes where they show like there are more people watching halfway through the game, in the back right corner there is a green monster with a giant eyeball in the middle of it and several other limbs with oh. eyeballs on them, which is straight out of Doom. And I don't remember the name of it, like, in the game, but it was definitely a Doom reference. And I remember seeing some headlines, which I ignored because of spoilers, yesterday saying, check out this video game meta reference in Solo. And I was like, I'm not going to read that, but I'm going to look for it now. I saw that, actually, and I thought it looked out of place, but, yep, like, I didn't it think it, I didn't realize it was That's so cool. So we Doom. have E.T., Doom. What alien well, cameos do we have at this point many, in Star though. Wars? Too, we have E.T. and Doom, and that's, like, all I know right now. Um, well, there was... Video, are we talking video games or other... Just, like, just any... Uh, episode any. 1 had the escape pod from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey in yeah. the junkyard of what the little flying guy with the elephant nose. Oh, that guy, oh, yeah. Right, um, yeah, yeah I know what is the face of this guy. Yeah, the thingy. He We're kept Annie, fans. poor little Annie slave. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was in his junkyard outside of his shop. That actually might have been I mean, episode Watto. two. Watto, yeah, Watto, or three. Because yeah. it was one of, the th- one of the scenes where they come back later and he's older, Watto's older. Yeah, that was in episode two then. Okay, there you go. Cool, cool beans. I haven't seen that movie actually, 2001. I make myself guys. Guess what? I haven't seen Karate Kid. I haven't seen The Godfather, and I haven't seen 2001: Space Odyssey, and I haven't seen the second two Matrix movies, which doesn't matter because they suck. But yeah, Yeah, no one cares about those. I saw the first Matrix, and I'm like, never again. So what? It doesn't like it? No, I don't. It's so classic. There's no spoon. Come on. Gross. I'm not a fan. I am not a fan. I mean, you I can't see, tell me to get on my own podcast. It is like mediocre. I can get you out of my basement. It Dang is, it. Oh, snap. 
Oh, it is gross. mediocre, to be honest. It's it's mediocre, but I thought it was mediocre. It, it's, it was it's not, but it's so quotable. Time. It's so quotable, it's quotable though. It's so freaking quotable. Revolutionary for the time, but does not hold up if you watch it for the first time now. Don't yeah, it does not hold up. You're well, crazy. it doesn't. Well, the thing crazy. is though, it's quotable, and then the concept of the movie is like so like you now know, it's overused anyway. And it's so yeah, and so it's like a pop culture reference that okay, you need to know. Well, you know what? Whatever. I haven't seen it in oh my gosh. 12 years, maybe? Yeah, so a lot of years. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I need to watch it again. Knowing you, if you watched it again, you'd be like, yeah, not that great. I don't know. I, don't I mean, that's what you're like every time you watch it. All right, all right, yeah, sorry, guys. I, I know we let us down this thing. Yeah, this yeah. was supposed to be about Star Wars. <laughs> Solo. Okay, what else about Solo, spoiler-wise, plot-wise? I mean, come on, there's like the big thing, Darth Maul. Yes, the big thing, Except Darth Maul. I guess Maul. he's not Darth Maul, he's just Maul. So okay, so you should about... now explain the relevance of that, <laughs> yeah. if you've read or seen okay, you know, right. a TV show. So you basically have to have watched The Clone Wars and Rebels to be okay, like even relatively okay with that cameo, yeah. which is a weird choice. Unless you're like me and you didn't realize where this movie set in the chronology, and, <laughs> and I was you're like, like oh, okay, it's Darth Maul, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't I mean I wasn't okay with it like I knew Darth Maul survived but I had no idea of his like I knew he had like robot legs or whatever but I didn't know any of his other stuff and so it just seemed completely random to me yeah. like it just seemed random and bad but then apparently no it's actually great it if kind you like. of yeah okay so in the Clone Wars they kind of bring him back but it's like this thing where he's yeah, like wait, when is Clone Wars set? Clone Wars is set in between one and two okay um, what, two and three? One and two? One and two. Okay. Whoa, wait, 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 no, two no, and yeah, three. Yeah, you're right, two and three, I'm two and dumb. Three. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and this, and Solo is set when? Between Solo is set way after two, after Sorry. three. Sorry. Way after way three, after three but before like, Rogue One. What is it? I think it's exactly, like, it's either ten or, like, something like 14 years before episode four. Okay. Yeah. So, there's, like, this, there's, it, it's a good time period to do it. Okay. Because, uh, they bring back, they bring him back in the Clone Wars, but it's like he's gone completely insane and he's like half a dude right and he's gone all crazy but like uh the way that it's like been described is like sith don't have like an afterlife like jedi do right like you know you're the force ghost or whatever Mm -hmm. sith don't have that so like they hold on to life a lot more you know that's why like people like you know dark side users and like sith will be like really 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 old and stuff like that because they're like dark side techniques oh, to like stay alive kind of interesting that's interesting but yeah. more I didn't know okay. so basically he's like filled with all this like hate and rage and revenge to um, you know get revenge on Obi-Wan kind of stuff mm-hmm. but like so he stays alive but he goes kind of insane and he's on this trash world or whatever people find him bring him back to Dathomir which is kind of you know like where the Night Sisters are from and all like the weird wait the what? I have Night no sisters. idea what you're talking about Night Sisters were like introduced in the courtship of Princess Leia and like the legend stuff and then they like are used throughout canon a lot and they're like these like kind of dark side like witches okay kind of and they are Dathomiri right which is what Maul is okay oh like the race is okay. that why they take yeah. him back there they take him back there they kind of like heal his mind or whatever they like kind of fix him up and they like and he just kind of like and he just goes from that point and he like starts this whole like criminal underworld kind of thing okay. you know but then he gets to this point where he's like taken over Death Watch which is like a Mandalorian thing Ooh. so he's like all these Mandalorians fighting Mandal- with him it's great Lore. it's really Mandal- cool Lore. you have to watch it but he gets to this point where Emperor Palpatine's like crap uh, this whole rule of two thing and he's kind of a rival so then like Sidious goes after him Wait, so this is all happening in, in the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars and Ripples? Yes. Wow. Clone Wars? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is exciting stuff. Clone Wars is a great show. 
Um, but yeah, so Sidious goes after him, uh, and kills Maul's brother, which is the guy who found him to begin with. Okay. And uh, like basically, Darth Maul goes into like hiding or whatever. Yeah. Um, totally like destroyed his and whatever. But then I can't, apparently now we know he built up another kind of you know kept the remnants of his criminal empire and turned that into Crimson Dawn, which is what you know. Dryden Voss and everybody. Did he, like do we of... know that he created Crimson Dawn, or is he just like? It's called Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Crimson, like, so okay. But, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Yes. Are you being? Yes. I think he like species. It's possible that he like <laughs> took it over, kind of. But like the way Enfys Nest like kind of tells that story, okay. it became Crimson Dawn. So I feel like it wouldn't have been like fully Crimson Dawn until like he kind of like grabbed all those, like, remnants yeah, of, like, mushed, criminal underworld and, like, him, turned it and, into Crimson yeah. Dawn. Oh, okay. What part of the story did are you referring to? Because I don't remember her summary of that. She was talking about it. She was like, and then, you know, these guys kept coming back over and over again, and yeah. then people protested, and so they cut off all their tongues, right. and that ended up becoming Crimson Dawn, or whatever. Like, that led to, you know, Crimson Dawn, or whatever, is what she said. Okay. And so, that you know, all these different worlds, or whatever, they've destroyed and all the different people in the group. Or whatever, but anyways, so so yeah, that's that's Maul's thing up in the Clone Wars, and then in Rebels, we finally see Maul's end. So that way, you don't have to worry about him. Like, why isn't he in the original trilogy? Then you know. Yeah. Okay. So he like he's doing all this weird stuff. He's super cool. He like blinds this Jedi or whatever. But then he gets to the point where he finds Obi Wan finally, mm-hmm. and he's like kind of aware of the prophecy and that like you know Luke might be a thing, mm-hmm. not entirely kind of yeah. and he like confronts Obi-Wan and he's like it's time and they're all like old and it's great because it's like three years before Rebels or something and they're yeah. like they fight and it's like in like two or three hits Obi-Wan like finishes them off it's like this epic samurai thing where they like spend all this time like analyzing what they're gonna do and then it's like over instantly and it's it's actually very cool and then Obi-Wan ha- and Maul have these like you know final words and it, it's great Yeah, but like um, it, it all fits like Maul has this, like, kind of, like, he's up here, then he falls because of Obi-Wan, and then he's up here again, and then he falls again because of Obi-Wan and, and Palpatine and all this stuff. He stays there, but then he brings, he does Crimson Dawn again, and apparently it falls apart. Wait, we what? don't really know how. I thought know? the second time he fell to Obi-Wan, that's because second he time he fell to Obi-Wan. The first time is was no, quite they Oh, I forgot to mention that Obi-Wan and him fought when, in the Clone Wars. Okay. And oh, Maul okay. killed Obi Wan's like girlfriend kind of thing. No, yeah. Obi Wan's girlfriend. Oh yeah, real, wait, you already told me about that. It was great and it was tragic. Things. And yeah, Clone Wars is good. Rebels what is kind of jerk. Yeah. yeah, that is dorky. Yeah, it was. So in that light, the Maul, the the Maul makes total sense and is super cool. Yeah, like he just keeps light. coming back, and that's kind of his character. And all of the stories with him have been good so like I can forgive the fact that they took made him live you know I don't want them to make everyone alive again like yeah. Snoke's back guys <laughs> Marvel but, like, <laughs> Marvel <MCU>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right but hey, like Loki's overall, alive again for the third time I'm yeah. okay with just Maul you know yeah like that's fine with me or, like, even though Fury. there is time travel in Star Wars now so yeah, you could know, bring back anyone well if if they brought back Ugh. Darth Maul you know who else they need to bring back um please well, they kind of are. Like, you know about they the Boba did, Fett movie, yeah. right? We yeah. talked about this earlier in the podcast, but you missed uh, it. No. And they set up, so they're, they're making a Boba Fett movie, and they've attached James Mangold, who directed Logan. Okay. I still haven't seen that. Continue. Oh, Logan's the best. And he also directed Walk the Line, I think. Oh, oh. 
Okay. Yeah. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be a Boba Fett movie. But that that was the idea that people had, is there's an Obi-Wan movie, uh, you know, a Boba Fett movie and a Solo movie. And so is this the first in a trilogy of Underworld movies, you know, mm-hmm. just Star Wars Underworld stuff? And we see the threads of, like, you know, Crimson Dawn and Maul in Boba Fett, and in, it yeah. ends in Obi-Wan. You, you that know, would be really rad. That would be really cool. Oh, and then the Obi-Wan movie, like, recounts Maul's death, it, except yeah. live action. That we, would be cool. Maybe. Yeah, like, I'd at least like to I'd see I'd be fine with that, you yeah. know, because then you don't have to, like, sit through Rebels. Right. The only and, thing like, about that that <laughs> I wouldn't like is because there's another, like, character kind of, like, mixed in to that from Rebels that was kind of like part of oh, that whole thing. really? Yeah, but oh. he's not in that scene. Okay. So like so you could okay. figure out a creative way to do it without you that. You could, yeah. Because I hate that character. Um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, that was the big the big cameo in Solo. And so maybe it doesn't fit to like shove it into Solo exactly. Well, where and like else he would randomly you turns. It? I just don't understand why he randomly turned well, on his Alternatively, if it's, not, uh, if it's not a, a trilogy with Obi-Wan and Boba Fett, I feel like they could be setting him up to be kind of the 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 antagonist for future solo movies. Exactly, right. Which that would be a really weird pairing. It's a weird pairing. It is yeah. so cool, though. I, I Solo dude, versus it is, Maul. It is cool, though. I mean, okay, I, can t- okay, I don't really want a full trilogy of that, to be honest, because right. I feel like they'd screw it up. But... Yeah the actual concept of, like, Solo and Maul, because that's so... It's, like, two unique characters from, like, two different, like, you know, yeah. um, two different, like, trilogies, and then they're, like, I just combining can't imagine like, them having any, like, I just can't chemistry. imagine them not screwing it up. Right, is what and my, also, my like, then is. Han would be like, oh, yeah, so the Force is a thing, right? So then that wouldn't make any sense to do, you know? True. Yeah. If he was fighting Maul, I'm pretty sure that's he'd realize... true. He'd know the Force is real. True. Yeah. True. That is good continuity. That. Yeah. Yep. So Oops. beyond the value of his cameo for, like, broader universe stuff, I felt like the po- the role that he played in the in the plot of this particular movie, associated with Kira's character development, was you could see on her face, like, she felt like she was going up and, like, Taking yeah. the place of the person who had all this power over her, and then she realizes, Crap. Yeah. Oh, man. oh man, yep. What have I done? What have I got like, myself I've into? I've just exchanged one overlord for another, which was really good. Yeah, that was cool. I did think that was good. Yeah, like where it ended up, I liked, but just like the worry, like just when it like goes over and over again, it's like betray you, and then betray you, and betray you, and betray you. I guess my thing is I didn't. Maybe that's because I didn't really like. Kira and Han together. Like I felt like it was kind of strange. I mean, she's yeah, like Kira was super. She was kind of back and forth, and you can tell why she was back and forth. But like at the same time, it would have been nice if they didn't like keep her as like a kind of romantic interest in the movie, and it was like she was when they were younger, and then she was trying to be like no the whole time, and didn't like tr- you know like try to be thing with him still. I just felt like like Kira as a character was like underdeveloped I mean you had sort of you know traits like oh she's you know cunning or like you know secretive or whatever but those are kind of a duh you know like this is the world of cunning and wit and secrecy and all that and so everyone's gonna try and you know be like that and so that's not really other than that you don't know anything and it's it's funny because it's another like brunette British girl yeah what is you know like that's I mean, there's, 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 there's Kira, there's Jin, there's Rey. 
in episode four, Princess Leia tries to have a British accent, and it's weird. And then, like, I don't know, Natalie Portman's a brunette, but she's not British, so, like, that's different. Come but, on, like, where is the, the blonde, where is the blonde female chick, okay? No, uh, not lady, lady. Lass. You know, that's you know, just, it's girl, just, it's kind of weird that, like, that's the only thing that, like, is brunette, we're going to have to cool, be brown hair. We're going to have a cool female character. It's going to be... Okay, we need a blue hair, like, dye the hair blue. Dye the know? hair blue. Yeah, well, very buzz cut, dye the hair blue, super, like, you know... Everybody had a problem with Laura Dern's hair being purple, though, in The Last Jedi. People were like, oh my gosh, like, so retarded so and ridiculous. Why is her hair purple? Like, Last Jedi... Oh, oh, I have to remember that movie now. <laughs> no, I do, but, like, what purple-haired person from Last Jedi... I'm trying to think... Admiral is that, Holdo? Like, I... Oh, man, I just don't remember. Admiral oh. Holdo? Like... Battle of Chiron Bell, Admiral Holdo. I don't know. You're just gibberish. What? To me not right what now. you expected? Come on. No, I just don't even remember <laughs> seeing someone, a girl with that color hair. You don't even remember I... the epic, like I'm gonna I hyperspace mean, into, like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was leading Poe and all them in yeah. the ship. Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. That person. That was weird. I didn't really think it was weird. I, it wasn't, yeah. no. Like it, it, uh, no. What's what's your problem? What, the, no, that, that fit her, like, yeah. It, uh, it works. And, yeah, but, I, like, as a lead, though, yeah. you know, having, like, yeah. dyed hair or, like, you know, blonde or black hair. Like, oh, I guess Jen Erso, like, from Rogue One, her hair was, like, British sort brunette. of black-ish. It wasn't. It was, well, it brunette. wasn't black, but it was dark brown. Like, it was Yeah, because she's a brunette. Just, like, Name. Kira and Fine. Ray. We need a completely <laughs> black hair. It was black enough to satisfy my like black hair needs, I guess. You know? <laughs> like like it was it was it was like a blackish brown, you know. Uh, it's been too long since you've so seen this. That is movie. The, this uh, is the yeah, real burning been... question at the heart of Star Wars fandom right now: is where are all the blondes? Yeah, yeah no, it's, that is. Actually, that's what it's we've true. just been talking about. There's not about. like a single blonde person in Star Luke. Wars, except well, uh, except him and Dryden Boss. There aren't any females. Woody Harrelson. Well, yeah, well, oh, right, there's some in Solo, but there's no females. No, no blonde what, females. And then redheads are kind of uncommon as well. I mean, we saw one in and Solo. And there's um, Yeah. And, and uh, ginger representation. Yeah, there aren't enough ginger. gingers. So terms. gingers and blondes. Come on, guys. Come on. Make it happen. Come on, folks. Yeah. Make it happen. Seriously. For a while, like, I, I might be wrong about this, but for a while there wasn't, like, a black woman in Star Wars either. True. And then Andy Newton was here at Solo. Right, she so, was cool. Yeah, she Good. was cool. I like her was character. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, their characters were like well developed I mean, in the short time it. they were there. You yeah. know, yeah, and that alien monkey dude. Oh my gosh, I like yeah. you. Totally yeah. knew his whole deal, and he died like really like you didn't even see him very often. And right. they developed that character super well. But I do well think part of the reason why it was like why like it connected and was like developed well or whatever was just because it was kind of stereotypy what you'd expect from like a, a team in this kind of movie so i felt what like it wasn't forearms that well no not like that but like their what their characters like personality is about is like you've seen that in like every you know i guess know, every i see your so. point but i still think it's impressive no i still think they did a good job with it because then you have those characters some of them in rogue one are like more screen time and it's like they kind of tried to do a thing with it and then they kind of didn't like with um whatever his name was the pilot it Rez Ahmed's character in Rogue One like he he like almost had a thing and then didn't yeah so like it, it, it's in some ways it's like commendable that like you felt for the characters and whatever. yeah okay so talking about characters super important let's reel it back in talk about the hair okay we didn't really hair. go over that 
I mean, okay, color deficiency on my part, so you can't really... Oh, that's true, know, I forgot. Sentient elbow has color deficiency. Not, yeah. like, blindness completely. I just mix, like, some shades of orange and green together, and then some <laughs> brown hair looks black if it's, like, dark enough. I'm just... Or if it's under a certain lighting. Movie. If it's certain lighting, you know? Yeah. I'm feeling really insecure about my lack of a cool nickname. And Sentient Elbow is, like... Heck, I mean, I'm Bob and Reese, because Sentient in episode elbow. 50... I didn't like even I wasn't on it and I didn't get a chance to edit it and people like just kept saying Reese and then Bob at the same time. Oh no! It's like yeah. I'm everything now. Oh, you're you're both. Matter. You're Reese Bob. We all have weird nicknames, but like they're not like they don't, they don't fully exist. So it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Carry don't on. Feel bad. You could be Framp the Lamp. Well, like I call you. Um, I I just I guess I just call you Frampton. I guess that's not exciting either. It's pretty boring. I've, I've, had, I've had many. You could be uh, the ginger eyebrow. I've had Framptomatic. Uh, Framptown, Framptonovich, uh, okay. Frampinator, Frampescu. That was the one I got from my uh, Romanian friends. Wow. Uh, That's actually uh, really cool. I don't have any Romanian friends. Yeah. What? No, Where do you no. get those? Yeah. Where do you get those? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the market Dang. cornered. <laughs> Dang. It's pretty well, pretty selfish, but whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever, but man. what did you think of Dryden Vosk? Some people were like upset, like, why is he weird? Like, the lines on his face and they glow when he's angry, and like, that's just such a ridiculous thing. Why? I don't know. Like, why I didn't mind are... it at all. Can we just slow down for a second? So, all day, during the movie, after the movie, Reese has been telling me things like people were really upset about blank. And they're all dumb. And they're all really a really dumb things to be angry about. So, I mean,. I, I, I understand pedantry deeply. I get it. But seriously, folks, like, find something worthwhile to get angry about. Yeah. And he's like a weird, glowy-faced... Come on. Oh come on. It's Star Wars. Gosh. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Like, that's, that's It's a it. story. Yeah. You know, it's just a really popular story. Like, well, it's just it's a story. I really liked him. I yeah. Yeah. And, like, really, a really good. multi-billion dollar, like, industry market type deal. But, you know, yeah, but it's just a story. Yeah, a money making story, a money printing well, story. Paul yeah. Bettany was actually really good, yes. and I really don't like the Vision. Like, I feel like he's a really like underdeveloped character in the Marvel movies, and so I just thought like maybe Paul Bettany like can't really act, oh, but no. he was great. He's a great yeah, actor. he was fantastic in this movie. Yeah, I've seen him in other stuff, and I really like him. Was, yeah, plus it's kind of weird with like the Vision. I mean, his lines were like not that good. Yeah, like like, like as an actor, I feel like. A lot of like bad acting. Now this is just me looking in. Like I don't really know. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, again, I'm a like casual dude. But like it seems like it, a lot of it isn't really the actors. Like it's more of like the lines. What if you're given sometimes sucky it's the lines? lines and sometimes you know? it's a director. For example, yeah. like actually, I've heard that Hayden Christensen has been in a movie where he was good. Oh sure, I believe it. And like it's a, it's amazing because he was terrible. Yeah. Like really but really I mean, bad. So everybody had bad lines in all of those movies. That's true. Bad lines was a thing in Star Wars. He just had some particularly bad ones, and George. Wait, Lucas that's that's um, being a the actor of Anakin, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anakin. yeah. So I think with Saint, since we're we've, we've opened the lid again on Marvel Saint. stuff, the Vision is kind of he's the most Supermanish flat superpower I character know. in the universe. So he's just got like you got dealt a bad hand there. Like you're gonna have. Nothing useful to say that doesn't sound really trite and superhumanish. Right. And, and they just spend their, their whole time trying to humanize him, and it's a waste of time. It doesn't ever work. Because yeah. you wrote a boring character. It didn't Sorry. work in Age of Ultron. Yeah. It didn't work in Civil War. It didn't work it in spoilers. Work. I'm not going to spoil Infinity War, but it didn't work in Infinity War. Because Superman yeah. is 
Boring. Boring. He's too powerful. OP. The whole Boring. Justice League is useless because of Superman. I mean, maybe having another Flash around would be nice, like another speedster. Other than that, completely renders everyone else useless. Now we're even talking about DC. Yeah, and then like Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch and like, you know, Vision, they have to tone them all down because they're too powerful. And then another like, you know, punchy, slappy people like, you know, Captain America, bring them up so that they can all be in the same movie and it's be useful. Weird. But it's awful and artificial and it's it is. awful. Yes. Yes. Okay, but, but now, Solo. But Paul, I want to talk about Paul Bettany, Paul Bettany. Because I'm amazed. I don't know I actor really names. Who's him. Paul Bettany? His character Voss. was okay. awesome. I loved it. He was really, really good, and he was one of the standouts of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he did a better job than, like, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And, like... But I also think it's funny, like, he doesn't care really about doing Marvel movies because he knows his character is flat and boring and stuff. <laughs> so, like... He was really, really trying very hard to be in the Star Wars movie. Originally, it was going to be Michael K. Williams playing the character. So, who's he? Um, I'd never seen him in anything, uh, but that's okay. who it was going to be. Um, and so then they decided, like... Not mine. Um, and so then they decided to be... Uh, they cut him out of the movie. And when they did reshoots, they had... Uh, sorry, just a second. I'm getting my Google machine. I'm going to fact check. Why can't you just use my phone? Why all the noise? All the noise things. I'm not even going to cut this wow. out, you know? That was I'm lame. fine. It's fine. It is fine. Whatever. I've, this is the fourth time we've recorded this, so it's good. It made a bunch of noise, so uh, I like, stopped unplugging it. And then he just unplugged look, it and it was if fine. somebody's listening to this and they're so bothered by a little bit of static from someone moving on the other side of the room, get over it. Get a lot. Yeah. Resume the podcast, yeah. please. <laughs> but yeah, so they had they originally had Michael K. Williams, and so they had to like find a new person to be to be in it because they cut him out and I guess he couldn't come back or something. So Paul Bettany's trying really hard and he te- he texts Ron Howard or something like that, the director, and he was like, do you do you stay awake at night because you're not in a Star Wars movie yet? I do. Like that, that's uh, how he texted Ron Howard and he just like, Ron Howard's just like, well, I'll get back to you. Uh, and then he did and then he's in the movie and he's great. And he had a lot more screen time than I thought he would. And I was very pleased. Yeah, those also, scenes were so good. He was oh my good. Gosh. He was really good. The tension was amazing. Yeah, like he brought... I, mean, I felt the tension. Is it William K. Who? Michael K. Williams, Michael I thought. Michael K. I could be wrong, but that's I thought who I thought it was. Um, yeah, so that, that's, that's what happened there. But also, his room... I kind of want to talk about his room because it had a lot of cool Easter eggs in it. Like, Boba Fett's armor... Or, like, Mandalorian armor in general. I don't think it's Boba Fett's, but it's, like, just there in the background the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's all over the place. Yeah, him. I don't recognize him. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've seen any movies he's in. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, so Boba Fett's armor's there, and then there's this giant, like, kind of crystalline skull thing, which is, like, straight from the cover of this Han Solo book that I have. Like, they, they totally just, like, shoved it in from Legends, and it was just sitting there in his office for you That's to gaze great. upon, exactly like it was on the cover. Like, what was it? I think it was Han Solo and the Lost Legacy was the name of the book. And, like, it's just got this giant crystal skull on the cover, and, like, it's just right there in his office. That's great. And stuff like that that I just thought was really cool. Like, they had these kind of, like, in-the-background, really, like, deep-cut kind of, like, nerd things. And it wasn't, like, as crazy... Or ridiculous as like some of the stuff that they've tried to do in other ones. So yeah. in that way, I feel like they've kind of perfected the, um, like the cameo gamers or whatever you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Except for Maul was cool, it's sort of out of place, but based on like what I already knew about Star Wars, I could forgive it. But if somebody didn't know that 
and they knew like the, what the timeline was and they weren't Dan here then like that's good you know yeah. well yeah overall overall it, okay actually we should do a Star Wars ranking everybody has to do a Star Wars ranking oh before oh, we end them okay yep. yes okay. Star Wars ranking I have to get this right because I have one chance sentient elbow fans here we go Star Wars ranking best Star Wars movie of all time it is a tie it is a four way tie New Hope Phantom Menace and Last Jedi Solo now Last Jedi and Solo Solo might or those two might drop at one point or another but right now that's where it is and then below those um man this is tough cause I haven't seen like there's so many okay um the prequel movies, the other two prequel movies, I like absolutely did not like. I mean, I like the era and I like the environment that they set up, but everything else about the movies was like not great. So, um, those are like near the bottom. And then, as far as the other ones, okay, five, okay, six episode, episode six, Return of the Jedi, um, is probably up there, um, below Rogue One. So like Rogue One is next on the list, and then Return of the Jedi. And then below that would be Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and then below Empire Strikes Back is Force Awakens. And then below that is the other two. Um, right. The like three and two. Actually, what do I like more? I think I, I think I like three way more than t- I like two. So yeah. two is at the very bottom. Same. Um, did I hit them all? I There's so many. Kind of yeah. There's I so many. So. I I did Empire Strikes Back. I did. Oh, and then, yeah, I did Solo. Yeah, yeah, I did those. Okay. Yeah. So, That's two good. was the one where Time Anakin and Padme spend the whole movie having Sam. an ill-advised romance. Yeah. yeah. And, and then after that, a bunch of droids kill thousands of Jedi. Oh, yeah, that part was fun. But it was a bunch of droids. An equal number of droids to Jedi. It's like and the, the droid-Jedi ratio was Think like about that very even. And it wasn't like it was a surprise attack, attack on the Jedi because the Jedi were the surprise attack. Yeah. And there were also a bunch of clones with them. Think about that for a second. That annoyed <laughs> me. I'm sorry, that's oh. my least favorite one. That is definitely my a ranking for me. Empire Strikes Back, number one. Maybe it's, you know, boring, but it's totally like Everyone, objectively yeah. on a like a movie rating scale, it is the best one. Objectively. If you could be objective uh, about I, I movie would rankings. not I yeah, yes. I would not throw around yes. that word lightly, mm-hmm. but whatever. Yeah, well no, I'm not. Like it's one of the highest rated okay. movies okay. on Letterboxd, period. Okay. So. Letterboxd is totally objective. Letterboxd is not totally <laughs> sure. But I'm just saying like I know. it's, it's, it's commonly regarded as the best one. Yeah, and I, I know, believe it I because it is my favorite as well. So I'm good with that. I don't think objective okay. exists, but well, I don't know. I, I think in in art, in art, it's like hard to say. Like I think it's just certain okay. aspects of it could be measured, but like the right. whole thing, it's just it like, doesn't really have any like flaws, you know? Like other from than a like being dry occasionally. Is it dry? I mean, I remember it as when dry. When was the last time you it saw it? Man. But that was Empire, forever ago. Yeah, Empire's not well, dry. Well, some, so of, Luke's, some of Luke's had. visit to Yoda is a little... It's dry. That's like boring. my favorite stuff in Star Wars. Are you kidding me? Well, great. Yeah, everyone some Even it. as a kid. Just some of it. Just some some of of it. it. Not all Even of it. as a kid. Some of it. I love it when when Yoda's, like, pretending... And I thought like Cloud... banging on R2-D2. I honestly yes, thought Cloud City was a bit boring, but I might be in a lone camp there. Yeah, get out. Yeah, Beautiful. everyone else thinks it's good. So <laughs> it I guess seeing Darth Vader and, and like stopping Hood, the bullet that would be cool. Yeah. And that like guy, that bald guy with like the machine on his like back of his head, yeah, yeah. all that. 
Yeah, that must have been cool. I mean, I haven't seen it in a it's while, so cool. I can't really say. Anyway, yeah, I'm interrupting yeah, come on, you, so I go. I didn't criticize Let's your go. list. You're right. You even had Phantom Menace at number one. to get past the first. Yeah, sorry. because I'm I sorry. didn't have anyone that was my, my fault. list. That was my fault. <laughs> so, Sachin Elbow apologizes formally well, to Bob Hergenbox. I, I, I forgive you, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Empire's number one. Number two, actually, this is subjective, but The Last Jedi. Totally The Last Jedi, second favorite. Wait, how can you have like a first favorite that's objective and then a second favorite that's subjective? I don't understand. No, okay. It's subjective. It's all subjective, but I also do think that Empire, like, objectively is the best one, just as far as, like, overall quality. All right, sounds good. But, yeah. So, Empire, number one. Last Jedi, number two. A New Hope, number three. Return of the Jedi, number four. Five, Rogue One. Six, Solo. And then The Force Awakens, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and Attack of Clones is last. But I just think overall, like, Solo is good. Like, it's not like my favorite Star Wars movie. It's like exactly in the middle, basically. But overall, it's kind of one, like, if I just had to put on a movie, I would just put that one on. Like, it seems like it's gonna be more fun on a rewatch and I mean like the other ones are like that I could on a rewatch with, yeah. but that one I just feel like I could just kind of always have on in the background and it'd be kind of fun a lot of like them if I had to flop. choose one to watch right now even though I already saw it today I'd go see it again you know like solo yeah I, I would definitely see that yeah, again solo would be, I think it's just a fun self-contained movie right whereas the other ones kind of aren't because Rogue One is a good self-contained movie but it never even tries to be fun no that is not the point of that movie no so if you're looking for something fun it's not for you no but it's really good I and I'd like it more saying Solo is the Fellowship of the Ring of yeah. Star Wars yeah nice. I guess um unless you would count like I don't know the first Hobbit movie cause that's probably a bit more casual yeah okay yeah alright what do you think what do you think What's your list? I honestly had to make a list of all the Star Wars movies because there's so many now. (laughs) There's 11. No, no, I I wrote it down. I'm I'm good. All right, here we go. Uh, Empire, for the reasons stated. Um, hmm. Hmm, I feel like you're talking into your laptop. That's not going to be good. I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up. Okay. Empire cannot be at your bottom. That's not fair. No. <laughs> okay. Empire um, is actually at the bottom. Like it's not, uh, it's not allowed on my podcast. Okay. Nice. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I'm gonna put episode two at the bottom. Thank goodness. Nice. We can all agree on something. Right? <laughs> Phantom Menace. Ouch. Shame. Revenge Ouch. of the Sith. Same. Okay, that's fine. Wait, Revenge of the Sith. Okay, we're now we're into the ones that I enjoy. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> I understand it. I understand it. I, I can enjoy, it. I guess, Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith. Okay, that now much. it starts to get trickier. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Just read this one. It's so hard. Read off my ranking. It's fine. <laughs> you can cheat. This is the this is the right one. You know. Nice. So hard. This is gonna. This is probably really good to listen to. Like really. So this fun. is gonna be vastly different from I think your guys is because vastly. the original trilogy was Star Wars for me for a much longer period of time than yeah. would have been for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So you, those uh, are probably at top for you. Those, because I think object. If I could really distance myself from myself a long way, I might put Return of the Jedi next. But I really, right. really have a lot of fond memories of it. So Same. I don't think I can. Yeah. 
All those Ewoks, you know. Uh, so that's why Ewoks. it's number four instead of like number six. His Ewoks. I love Ewoks so much. Oh, cuddly. It's Almost like, as cuddly people as. People don't you know. like the Ewoks because they were at like an awkward age where they were like, you know, like 12 or 13 and they're like, no, I don't like teddy bears. And so then people hated them. Mm. I had a like, Teddy Ruxpin. You guys know what a Teddy Ruxpin Yes, is? I actually do know what that is. It's weird. Oh, look I that up, kiddos. Okay. Um, well, we gotta get through this, so. I'm gonna say Force Awakens is next. Same. Yeah. Yes. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Because it did everything it needed to do. I really had a really fun time watching it. Like I was super excited. Mm -hmm. But everything, everything about it in retrospect, if I think back on it, is disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. So I, it's really ultimate letdown. Like I, I loved watching it, but I can't respect it. Maybe that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Next up would probably be Return of the Jedi. There, I gave you your wow. due, Return yeah. of the Jedi. Uh, next up, The Last Jedi. Wow, okay, cool. New Hope. Yeah. Rogue One. Okay. Wait. Mm, Solo. Then Rogue One. Then Empire. Wow, so Rogue One and Solo are in your top three. Yeah, I have really, really enjoyed them a lot. That's, that's fantastic. I like it a that lot. That is cool. I like it a lot. And even still, you didn't write it very high on the scale there, 14 or whatever. You just, yeah. you just don't like Star Wars, do you? I, no, they're just not masterpieces. <laughs> no, I don't think any of them are masterpieces. <laughs> the only one I unashamedly, hey, like, come unashamedly on, give a five star is Empire Strikes Back. And that's just because like, I would do it but like everybody else is also doing it, so I'm like fine with it. You know? Empire, I think I gave five stars. Yeah, you did. Everything else is a, is a solid four stars. 80%. Congratulations. Yeah. Except you forgot to rate Last Jedi on Letterboxd again. Oh, goodness. Jeez. Hang on. Jeez. Don't follow that guy. Go ahead. He's not ever going to rate go, go ahead with the podcast. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Um... But yeah, so that's 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 our feelings on. Actually, Star yeah, there's Wars not much more podcast left. There so. isn't too much more podcasting to be done. So yeah, um, shit, shoot, you know, all those questions yeah. and things. I guess if that's something you do here. Sometimes I guess you could give one. Oh yeah. wait, hey, hey, we never outs. even talked about this. Um, the Millennium Falcon has now lost its satellite dish for a third time, because it lost it in the the. The wormhole thing. It lost oh, that's tons cool. of stuff in the I well, it did, yeah, in but it maw. lost that. Like there was a specific shot when it just ripped off. So now in Return of the Jedi, it loses its satellite dish, and and you know Lando's upset. Yeah, well, Han's upset. Well, Lando oh, was up, Lando right. gets him another one, right? And so there's like this weird looking one in the Force Awakens, and we're like, whoa, oh my gosh, they like it's so smart. Like they knew that like he lost it, and they brought it back. Like how how so cool, man. And then in The Last Jedi, when they're flying through the caves, it comes off. So then it came off a second time. And then, like, five months later, in a, another prequel, the Millennium Falcon loses nice. it again. So, yeah. It's lost a lot of satellite dishes in its day. That's cool. Mm. I thought that was good. Mm. Um, yeah. that, that's probably All the right. last, like, thingy, though. Like, yeah. I guess All I right. just... L3, though, is just L3, the best. that L3. is... Oh, final Oops. thoughts, final thoughts, L3 was the reason to see the movie. Get droid rights! Yes, droid activist, droid rights activist, that oh, is exactly... It brings in this very weird, fuzzy area of, like, okay, so are they really, 
like you know this moral dilemma i guess it's like really interesting it's a cool thing that isn't really explored in any other star wars movies but it is in this one and i like it but i like that they also like can sort of like laugh at how like ridiculous she's being about it so like they're talking about like that topic or whatever but at the same time they're also being humorous about it, and they're not like, let's all be sad for the droids. Yeah, um, they're not trying to be, like, actually, which is like, fun. Yeah, because yeah, people often are like, you know, the new Star Wars movies are too political. First of all, Star Wars has always been political, and second of all, like, come on. Like, Lando's on, like, that, oh, no, why like, why is she doing that again? Yeah, that, that, it know? was meant in a humorous light. Yeah. It was not meant... And, and then he's like, yeah. do you want anything? And she's like, equal rights? So equal rights, for the record, yeah. For the record, if anybody wants a real exploration of the topic of the... the uh, the rights of androids. You need to go watch the episode "The Measure of a Man" in Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, <laughs> you need to never. This come is back. a Star Wars podcast. Gross. Gross. <laughs> I will never ever I have to watch talk now, about Star actually. Trek again. <laughs> this will never that. happen again. I'm sorry, and if you like Star Trek, I guess I'm also sorry. But All right. So you see that Picard is his lawyer in front of Boom. a triumvirate of Starfleet. Uh, it's great. Okay, so are we wrapping up I like podcast? Patrick Stewart when he's are swearing about up? not being a box of rotten potatoes. Are we going to like drag it on for ten more minutes? I want to know where you guys would place Knights of the Old Republic. I have no idea. As like just a Star Wars story. Like if you treated it as one of as the movies movie. on your list. What is mm-hmm. Knights of Old Republic? I have no idea. It is a Star Wars RPG computer game that is great uh, set in the much 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 ancient past okay uh, when the Jedi Order and the Sith are like full organizations yeah in the like pre prequels okay I think I remember like there's a bunch of online games about Star Wars so well that one so there was they did make they did make a an MMORPG just called the Old Republic. Called the Old yeah, Republic. Yeah, that's the one I thought of. That, Not they that made one. that as kind of a follow up to okay. the single player Bioware developed. Well, game. I, Isn't I cannot... Bioware dead? No, or is it going to die? No, we're all thinking it's going to die because Anthem. No, you know, and EA kills things. No, and whatever. No, it'll probably die. They will rise again. No. All right. Okay. Well, I can't have well, an opinion because okay. I haven't experienced it. But that sounds super cool. It's I just a great don't know story. if it'd be cool as like a movie. I like whatever. Revan enough to where like my username on everything is Revan Card because yep. it's a combination of Revan from Knights of the Old Republic and Talon Card from the Thrawn trilogy, who's uh-huh. my favorite character in that. I I would put Knights of the Old Republic up in my top four or five. Yeah, I would say it's like after. So like you know, it's it would be Empire, The Last Jedi, A New Hope. And then, like, nice deal. Especially because you get to go to Mandalore. Heck yeah. Actually, I would probably, yeah, if I, just the feeling that I get from it, like, obviously, I haven't, like, experienced it or whatever, but just the vibe, you know, it seems like it it would be below, like, my, you know, my four tied, my four way tie. It'd be like one below. Like, above above Rogue One, I think. (laughs) Yeah. It's, good. A, it's a good I, story. I had bones to pick with Rogue One, but whatever. I don't know why you don't like Rogue One, man. No, I do like it. It's cool. Hey, forever. I like it enough for it to be like really up there. It's just not. It's like a good movie, but Ugh. there were enough bones to pick to where it's like not really a great Star Wars movie for me. That was so. sad because like that was like the first movie that I like had like a full on like nerd experience out. Because like The Force Awakens, I was like, oh, when I saw it. But then watching Rogue One, I'm like, and they brought back. The, the X-Wings and they're just so good looking and it's like 
And I, did, I died in the theater. Yeah, yeah, they were beautiful X-Wings. Ugh. Soaring through the sky like phoenixes. I think that was... That's probably, like, my favorite, like, space battle in Star Wars. Uh, Just ever. Uh, wait, which one? Just the space battle in Rogue One. Oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. the attack on the shield gate and all that? Mm. That is mm. my favorite thing. In, mm. like, that's my favorite space battle in Star Wars. Mm. And I know that there's some know. epic stuff all over the place. Yeah, there Even is. Return, I mean, like, episode three, Revenge like, Sith, Revenge yeah. of the Sith, you know, where Obi-Wan and, like, Anakin it's are, like... It's pretty epic. Wait, wait, you that's actually... That's the best thing, yeah. Oh, I was, it's great. I, I was no, kind of, no. sort of Space kidding, battles but, in the prequels you know, were actually pretty awesome. I actually I didn't enjoy like those. I mean, really? I, I liked it because it was, like, cool that there were those, like, droids yeah. ripping their ships apart. I liked... Plot-wise, I liked it. Visuals-wise, and, like... Action-wise, I was it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, but, you know, I yeah. thought they were really good, and I like a lot of the other ones, but like we haven't had a space battle like that good. Like, mm. I don't know. Like the last Jedi, like at the beginning, that one was weird. I kind of wasn't a major fan. Like mm. Poe was really cool in mm, that. Mm-hmm. That was the cool. bombs, but like also so, it was ruined by that dumb joke, and yeah, then the tone was well, all weird. But then there's that whole thing with Paige, and she like um, like. Oh my god! I mean, I love your guys' opinions. Yeah, we like. Are we going, going to really like like my? I mean, it's like Jeez. we're trying to end the podcast and no one's ending it. I feel like as a viewer, this right. would be like an annoying phase for me. Like, okay, I mean, I'm just gonna exit. No, the I mean, podcast if you can, like, if you can like get a few, squeeze in a few extra minutes as like a listener, it's a good thing, you know. Like that's me as a podcast listener. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, they keep talking. They forgot to end the podcast. I'm winning. <laughs> I that oh, I guess that wouldn't fine. be me. I'd just be kind of like okay, if you'd bye. be annoyed, then we'll end it because clearly you are you are a fan base right now. Yeah, so I, you know I represent a, like, your fan base. Do you, like I have a rundown. Do a roll call in like our Twitter handles and stuff. Or you can you... if you want. Yeah, if you. If you I don't have Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> We're at Gosh Daniel Pod like as a whole. Dan- oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys what Daniel thought of the movie. Daniel gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd, which is the highest I've seen anybody give it. Okay. So that's pretty high. He thought it was mainly because of the visuals. And I mean, it was Bradford Young. It was great. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Amazing movie. But like, four and a half. He thought it was just like, absolutely My eyes fantastic. were dilated the entire time. Like, yeah, it was, it was I mean, seriously. So much fun to watch. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we got. Oh, that, yes. There's Daniel. He's at the childish guy on Twitter because... I mean, it's true. So, yeah. And then I'm at Card if I ever get back on Twitter. And then we're at Gosh Daniel Pod as a whole. And then our full archive, as we mentioned at one point, if we mentioned it this time, oh, this time we, we recorded it, goshdanielrants.blogspot.com is like the full yeah, archive. Yeah, check out episodes. the Valerian episode if you have missed that like masterpiece of just encompassing everything that is good about the Gosh Daniel Podcast, except for the vacancy of Daniel himself. Right. It, it is a very it is something to be marvelled at and yeah so fans of Sentient Elbow please you know you know find ways Check to contact Reese about how cool I am yeah and so I mean there's that there's Twitter there. give shout outs also I guess you can send on us the an socials. email I yeah. always like the email. send a really personalized email about like all the cool things that my voice reminds you right, of yeah. okay goshdanielrants at gmail.com and then let's see what else is there there's um I mean, not to be narcissist oh yeah be narcissist. I made fun with um patron hunt the bunt gunter i made fun of assassin's creed and we did a full commentary and that's on Bandcamp for like gosh daniel on Bandcamp, and that's great and then you i have stuff online stuff. You do? i have really old things on youtube you can watch oh, about man. a year of me playing spelunky daily challenges <laughs> 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 and then trying to beat la mulana which took me 150 hours to beat gross and the sequel's coming out this year so i'll see you guys next year it's been fun <laughs> 
Anyway, that and all my other stuff on basically every other service is at Danopian, D-A-N-O-P-I-A-N. Wow, yeah. Is the utopia of Danness. Was that was that wow. the idea? Something like that. Wow. Okay. And especially on Steam, I'm lonely on there. All, all I have on there are a bunch of people who never get on Steam, and I feel lonely. That's actually so probably come play sad. Dark Souls with me. Yeah, sometimes I'll get like a little like chat, and I'll just be like, "Hi." Reese. <laughs> actually, for about a year, every message to Reese began with me trying to come up with a new pun on his name. It was bad. Should we, should we pull oh. some of those out? We don't have no, time. I don't, don't want to think about that. All right. Hey, bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I think it's, oh, wait, no, we forgot to like thank the patrons. Uh. There are so many patrons, and oh, we haven't are. put out a Patreon episode in a while. I feel really wow. bad, because we haven't even put out an episode in a while. I, I get okay. it. terrible. All right. Okay, so there's Hunt the Bunt Gunter, right? He's great. Yeah. We know him in person. Then there's like some weird person, Noreen, like who never talks to us. And then there's he who wishes to not be named. And then there's... Oh, yeah... What's oh my gosh! I'm trying to think of the nickname. I know this person. Um, the nickname. What was it? Muffin Princess, one thousand. I think Muffin Princess one thousand. That's probably nice. two thousand. Two thousand. Muffin Princess seventeen thousand, five hundred. Uh, thank you. And then also the Schmeckeldorf family is really nice. Thanks, Schmeckeldorfs. Yep. Thank you, Schmeckeldorfs. You make this possible. You the best. You yeah. make our rants possible. Well, Reese's yeah. rants and Daniel's, and then yeah, like, yeah. And also, thanks for plugging it to your your pastor or whatever. Hi, if you're listening. Hello. (laughs) Okay, that's it. All right, uh, bye. That's that's the end of the thing. That's bye.